Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The opinions and views expressed by the host and guest are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Blake Radio Network. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world, broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world, spreading the news and information. BlakeRadio.com, music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul from BlakeRadio.com. And today's topic is increasing reports of adverse reactions with, get this, cosmetics. Yes. Adverse reactions with cosmetics. What is a doctor to do? This comes from Medscape, uh, a prominent internationally recognized source for accurate and reliable information of all matters of interest to doctors. They even tell doctors what books to read, what movies to watch, it's amazing. How much money they should or shouldn't be earning. And so this is a quite the respected authority. Now those of you who are out there and you have uh, something called multiple chemical sensitivities, a lot of people have been telling people for years, oh my God, this shampoo, that soap, this cream, that lotion. And a lot of times people say, you know what, you're just like sensitive. But the truth is, these chemicals, even if you don't have a reaction, can be damaging your health, can be giving you forgetfulness, can be giving you cancer, can be giving you organ damage. And this is a real problem. And so what has happened, this is up in June 27, 2017, is Medscape has seen fit to alert doctors to this. And there are many famous conditions like uh, fibromyalgia is one that comes to mind where patients are told, oh, it's all in your head, it's all in your head, it's all in your head. And finally, uh, 
doctors have to be given a different set of instructions just to protect their credibility. And so a doctor is not allowed to recognize an illness as existing until some higher authority, uh, nameless and faceless, uh, declares that that condition actually exists. So we see this happening here, is we have a higher authority, nameless and faceless, um, telling doctors, hey, this is real, there are problems with cosmetics, and they are increasing. And so there's two perspectives to look at this from. One perspective is, who's writing this? And that would be, in this case, Medscape. Who are they writing it to? Doctors. What do they want doctors to believe? And how is that belief going to profit or benefit either Medscape or the people giving Medscape the information? Because Medscape got this from Reuters, um, R-E-U-T-E-R-S, Reuters Health Information. This is interesting because, of course, Reuters is uh, a nationally recognized public news outlet. All right. So let's see what Medscape has to say via Reuters, of course. And we have a, uh, a reporter writing this. And she said, reports of adverse events associated with cosmetics and personal care products sold in the United States more than doubled last year. This is 2016. Due in large part to complaints about when. And when is it just incredibly large hair care company. My own sister buys all their products. She's losing her hair and she is devoted to their products. In other words, she started losing her hair after she started using their product. Cause and effect, I don't know. Okay, so um, researchers examined data on side effects reported to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration um, for products like makeup, sunscreen, tattoos, hair color, perfume, shaving creams, and baby care items. Overall, there were 5,000 adverse events. With an average of 396 a year, researchers report in a research letter online. But this is a very small number, 396 adverse reactions a year. Out of, there are you know, at least 320 million people in America. And so this is literally down to one in a million that the FDA is actually getting complaints. All right. So even the uh, authorities have deemed this to be a piddling uh, small problem. Okay. One in a million. So side effects reports climbed 78% to 706 in 2015, followed by a 300% surge to 1,591 adverse events last year, largely driven by complaints about hair care products and one company in particular. So you would think, you would think that you would go and address that one company, right? Would you, would you think that? Mm. Well, I see you don't work at the FDA. Adverse events to cosmetics matter to patients, mostly because nearly everyone uses a cosmetic or a personal care product every single day. Nearly everyone uses a cosmetic, uh, not me, or a personal care product, uh, not me, every single day. This includes newborns, infants, and pregnant women. Okay? So senior study author, uh, dermatology researcher in Chicago. So unlike drugs and medical devices, cosmetics permeate daily life. Uh, excuse me? Drugs don't permeate daily life. I think there are a lot of people out there taking drugs every single day. Every single day. 
Now, for the study, uh, this dermatologist examined adverse events data in the FDA Center for Food Safety and applied nutrition events reporting system, a place made publicly available in 2016. So they just started this reporting system in 2016, by the way. We just became publicly available in 2016. Okay. It includes voluntary reports of side effects submitted by consumers and healthcare professionals. So this product, what this article has established then is that these products have adverse reactions. All right. So the three most commonly reported products were hair care, skin care, and tattoos. Products that most often involve reports of serious health problems, serious health problems, were baby items, which accounted for half of all cases. This is shocking. So people are putting items on their baby that are making their baby sick and giving their babies reactions. This is, this is sad and unfortunate. Followed by personal cleanliness supplies, that would be uh, soap and shampoo, hair care and hair color. So hair products, including shampoos, conditioners, and styling aids, accounted for 35% of all adverse events reported. So there's hair products is 35%, baby products is 50%, that's 85% all together. So in 2014, and also skincare products. So in 2014, the FDA began investigating this one company. After receiving 127 consumer reports, well, that just you, lets you know what, what your discomfort counts for. It takes 127 reports for the FDA to make a phone call and say, hey, what's up? All right. Later, the FDA learned the manufacturer had already received 21,000 complaints hmm. of hair loss and scalp irritation. Hair loss was also reported by consumers. Not my sister, she didn't complain one whit. The product remains on the market with the FDA currently seeking additional consumer reports. They're not even seeking an injunction. They're not even seeking a recall. They are just seeking additional consumer reports. What are they waiting for? A properly positioned payment? And so this lets you know the FDA is not going to protect your health. Even once they know about something, once they know about a hazard, the action that they take is not going to protect you. It's not going to result in a reduction or limitation in any way of your exposure. Okay. Limitations of study include lack of data on what caused the side effects. The author's note. Now, you have a tripling of reports due in most part to one company. And you're looking for what? So researchers were unable to distinguish between reports from consumers and from health professionals. Well, why would they need to? It is also possible the study underestimates the total number of adverse events. Of course it does. If the company got 21,000 complaints and the FDA got 127 complaints, I mean, do you think? Hmm. Well, the number of serious side effects because reporting isn't mandatory. And companies... Well, it's not because the reporting isn't mandatory. You've got the 21,000 complaints the company has. You have the 127 consumer reports. We don't need a law mandating the FDA collect more paper. And so with the present level of paper flying around, the FDA doesn't feel it can take any action. Well, more paper is not going to solve the problem, but it will centralize power, more power in the FDA. 
And they're saying that because they can't tell the difference between a report from a consumer and a health professional, that that means they can't take action and draw conclusions. Well, what about asking uh, the company about the 21,000 complaints that they've already received? Hmm? Well, for those of you who've been uh, who are into hair care products, you might realize that there are forums all over the internet criticizing this particular company and saying, "Don't use their products; it makes your hair fall out." It's also possible, okay. So the results suggest better cosmetic surveillance is needed, the researchers conclude. Better surveillance. Well, what about better action once once they are aware of it? I mean, they're not even handling what they are aware of, and yet the answer is to make the FDA aware of even more, to have mandatory reporting, to have reporting to the FDA, Approaches that might help include re- registering new products with the FDA. Of course, there's going to be a fee with that. So regulators know what's out there. Making it mandatory for companies to report adverse events to the FDA. And increasing the funding for the FDA to investigate problems. So this is written by a former FDA commissioner and colleague. Uh, in the editorial. So all these regulatory uh, suggestions are totally nonsensical when the FDA is sitting on its hands asking for more information and not taking any action. In a case where obviously if you're going to take action, there would be action to take. I mean, you have a hair care product that says we help grow hair. People take it, the hair falls out. In the meantime, consumers should read labels carefully. How's that going to help? Do you think you could give a list of ingredients on the labels that might be a red flag. You think you could tell a doctor that? And so the doctor reads this and so to tell his patient, well, you should read those labels carefully. And so a sensible thinking patient might say, well, doctor, what am I looking for in the label? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> that doesn't sound good to me. It says there's little direct protection, but consumers should read labels, understand what they are buying, and focus on companies with established reputations for quality. That doesn't involve the FDA, now does it? So a spokesperson from the company in question told the newspaper reporter, this company deeply cares about our customers. There has been no credible evidence presented to support the false and misleading claims that our products cause hair loss. It has been proven safe and millions of bottles have been sold over the last 16 years. We have consistently cooperated with the FDA and will continue to do so. They've cooperated so well that the FDA is continuing to investigate and not issuing any action to restrict the product. So what's going on here? What we have going on here is a nicely written propaganda piece saying that the FDA needs more authority over your life, at the same time making it clear that they have no intention um, to in any way intercede on behalf of consumers. They just want more authority and power to collect more fees from more companies. But, but what can you do? You know, I mean, you know, let's, let's, let's make it a little bit um, upbeat, upbeat. First of all, let's take a look at where these complaints are coming from. What kind of products? 
even if we just push aside the skepticism of the FDA and say sunscreen, okay, fair enough, get rid of your sunscreens. What are you going to use? You're going to use carrot oil diluted with either castor oil or almond oil, your preference. And so uh, carrot oil has an SPF of 40. Can you get that? 40, 40. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's cheaper, that's a lot cheaper than most sunscreen. So there's your sunscreen down the train. Tattoos, just don't get them. Totally voluntary. Or better yet, get a henna tattoo. H-E-N-N-A, henna tattoo, temporary tattoo. No toxicity. There you go. Tattoos, done. Hair color, ditto on that too. You can do henna or you can make a fashionable statement that uh, probably is beautiful. <laughs> Perfume. This is an interesting one. Uh, yeah, I live in the tropics. We have tons of flowers here. We have flowers here that are so fragrant and good smelling that you can literally put one in your hair and you wouldn't need perfume. But it's not practical if a lot of you live up in some uh, harsher climate. So perfume, your best bet most likely is going to be an essential oil that you like that you can dilute uh, that's pleasing to you. And again, dilute that, I would say, with almond oil because it'll spread uh, easily. Shaving creams, oh, I can't really help you there. Not a, not a big shaver. But you might try just uh, going there, not even using a shaving cream. Or if you have a, a uh, soap that you use for your skin that's not irritating, use that as your shaving cream. And baby care items. Now, baby care items, this is very, very interesting. Most American women don't know that in other cultures, it is a ritual to literally massage the baby with different oils. One day, uh, sesame oil, another day, almond oil, another day, castor oil, and to massage your baby with these natural oils. And that's really what you should do. I can't think of a single baby care product that I would recommend for my baby or anyone else's baby for that matter. Um, all the baby care products that I've had the uh, privilege of reading the labels on contain seriously toxic ingredients. Uh, a lot of people like baby wipes. Don't do it. Um, just get some, uh, get a clean washcloth, wipe that baby's bottom, and put that washcloth in a Ziploc bag if you're you know, on the road or moving around, and just uh, change that diaper. So um, baby wipes, I think, are the most toxic products. You can also, for babies, switch to cloth diapers for Christ's sake. And um, aside from that, skip all the other products. Now, another thing I talk about for adults is skincare products. Um, for the skin, uh, the best thing is friction. You can use coffee grounds, you can use rice bran, um, make a paste rub it on, rinse it off, and then um, apply for your moisturizer a sealer like castor oil or almond oil. Almond oil is a lot thinner than castor oil and it's better for people who have oily skin. But if you don't have oily skin, if you have dry skin, definitely castor oil is the way to go. Also, personal experience is Vaseline um, petroleum jelly. Just plain old petroleum jelly. It's extremely effective, it works, and does not cause problems. Um, so hair care, shampoo, I recommend Shakakai powder, S-H-A-K-A-K-A-I. 
Four bucks a box, the boxes you last a month, a lot more economical than most shampoos people use, and it's very effective, non-toxic, no chemical. It cleans the hair, gets it squeaky, squeaky clean. Uh, for short skincare and tattoos. And so that really, that is the way to handle it. If your product has a label with more than one ingredient, you've messed up. You've messed up. You're using toxic stuff. And if you're waiting for the FDA to protect you, I mean, this, this article uh, by Medscape tells it all. They've got a company. The company has 21,000 uh, customer complaints, for goodness sake. And the FDA can't see any reason to take any action other than corresponding with the company and maybe maybe, maybe looking into it. Maybe. I'm not, I'm not sure. So if 21,000 uh, customer complaints is not enough for you to do something, then I'm not saying you should do anything. I'm saying, why bother? That's what I'm saying. So uh, it's, it's, it's okay. The FDA does not need to step up on this one. Um, people can handle this themselves. You would think the FDA would put out and work. We're looking into this. No, 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 no. The, um, the FDA is just looking into the possibility of looking into it. Yeah, they're looking into the possibility of looking into it. And this is what people need to realize, is that there is no... Um, benefactor in the sky looking over any of this. Um, none, uh, none at all. And the way to handle it is to take matters into your own hands and to rise above uh, the propaganda that things might be safe and rise above the um, political infighting and jockeying of the FDA to try and get more funding or more power and say, you know what, if there's a problem, I can handle it. It's cool. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> and so that is what needs to be done. Now, I just want to uh, announce that you are listening to Healing with Dr. Daniels. This is the Blake Radio Network, the Rainbow Soul Channel. And let's go take a look at the chat room here. <laughs> the FDA has never intended to work on behalf of the people who think they're there to protect them. Correct. Um, the FDA, is, in my observation, is not an agency to protect the public. It is an agency to guarantee the profitability of uh, certain industries, the industries it regulates. So it regulates the industries to create monopolies. That's what a uh, drug approval is. It's a monopoly for a company to make that drug. And so by awarding different monopolies, the FDA guarantees the profitability of this particular industry. And that's actually what they're there for. That is their purpose, that is their mission. And so uh, I'm not saying it's a good mission, I'm not saying it's a bad mission, I really have no dog in that fight because I don't take drugs of any kind. But um, it's good to be aware that that's what's going on. And so if something says FDA approved, that just means the FDA uh, approves of the monopoly. And so it's an economic decision, not necessarily a decision indicating the product might be appropriate for a particular use or even a particular individual, the individual being you. Yes. Now, the only thing uh, we need to talk about, so that is today's, today's topic. Uh, mention the shampoo again. Yes, Sha Kakai. 
That's S-H-A-K-A-K-A-I, Shakakai Powder. And you can find that at your local Indian store or on Amazon. And it's very simple. You buy it, you open the box, take out a tablespoon, add about a half cup of hot water to it, and just pour it over your head and comb it through. It even detangles your hair. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. Uh, you know, it just makes things easy. Now, like regular shampoo, it does sting your eyes. So there you go. You've got to be careful not to get it in your eyes. <laughs> okay, another question. When someone says natural ingredients, what does that mean? Answer, absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Natural ingredients means like, uh, it's like saying hello, but it has no intrinsic meaning as to the character or quality of what might be uh, in the package. Okay, so many of you have been waiting long, long, long time for Vitality Capsules. Vitality Capsules have emerged. They are back. And we are having a back-in-stock sale. And it's a two-for-one sale. And our page should be up by the end of today. The sale page, that is. So uh, please move on over to VitalityCapsules.com and get your Vitality Capsules and stock up. This will be the last sale in a while until our Share the Love sale in February. Okay, well, thank you very much. I've just gotten my uh, 90-second warning. So we'll see you again next week. And as always, think happens. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.